like, oh no, I made this jump way too soon. Um, but we just, we just stuck with it. Um, we cut back on all, like made all the, the choices that we had to make to make things work financially so that we could do it. Um, but now neither one of my wife or I work outside of our own businesses. And um, we get to take time to go on field trips with our kids or, you know, make sure that we can take them to school and that we're there when they get off of school. We can go on vacations whenever, whenever we want to. And um, like that quality of life, just the freedom to be able to do that is for me was worth the pay cut in, in quitting my my job and like just being able to live and not punch a time clock is just priceless fearless and successful podcast is hosted by coach d that is me designed for change makers just like you. As a coach, activator of human potential and freedom architect, I have one mission with this podcast, to inspire you to dream big, plan for success and impact the world. I love all things mindset, money and manifestation. So I will be sharing my favorite tips and tricks to help you activate your infinite potential by taking aligned and inspired action. You can also expect fearless stories from leaders around the world who designed life and business on their own terms. If we can do it, so can you. If you're ready, my fearless friend, let's get this party started. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, fearless people. Another show with a guest. And uh, this time I have a dear friend, a fellow coach, Clayton Bora joining me today and we're going to talk about resilience um welcome clayton thank you so much (laughs) i am excited to be here tell me me where you're tuning in from and we're going to kick it off it's sunny in stockholm um in this season uh, of fall so how is where you are uh it's cold uh ish it's getting colder it's dark it's 12 30 in the morning um so you're starting your day and i'm up way past my bedtime but uh i am in uh nampa idaho just outside of uh, boise here in the united states amazing i just want to say that i appreciate you for for you know taking the time to be up so late and to really contribute to fearless and successful podcast because i know that you have an amazing story and uh, i'm just super excited and super super grateful thank you for that thank you for having me Okay, so Clayton is a resilience coach who helps executives and entrepreneurs stop focusing on just delivering goods and services and start focusing on becoming unstoppable leaders in their industry. As part of his signature framework, Clayton teaches his clients how to avoid being spread too thin so they can find time to acquire the skills of a fearless leader. I'm all about that. So they can live with visible principles, getting to a place of self-acceptance and growing their resilience and more. 
he brings over 25 years of leadership skills to his clients, working at for-profit organizations in the fitness and real estate industries and nonprofit organizations with international rescue and aid missions. He has also served on the boards of several nonprofits, geared towards community development, and he lives in Pampa, Nampa, Idaho, with his wife and two children. Um, so, so excited for this because you obviously, um, resilience is such a big, big thing. And I think how you are actually incorporating that into this uh, fearless leadership, um, it's definitely something new and interesting. And um, apart from that, I think your expertise in, in health and wellness really brings a, a new spin, a fresh spin to it. So tell me, how did yeah. you decide to actually go that route to be a resilience coach? Yeah, so, um, so I, own, I own a gym, I own an operated gym. Um, we had to shut down for COVID a couple years ago. And so we tried to get people to train and do their workouts at home and with miserable results. Like no one wanted to work out. And I came to realize that like most people, when they come up with any sort of barrier, they're going to use it as an, an excuse. Something that the most smallest little inconvenience and they're going to be, nope, I'm not going to work out. So um, I started to rethink kind of our model and what we were doing. Like really we need to help people with their mindset um, first and foremost, so that they can get into the gym and be consistent and, and so on and so forth and get the results that they wanted. Um, so then from that, I really started um, kind of expanding those ideas. And I realized that I really love helping um, entrepreneurs that, um, that have a passion and purpose for their business. I myself am one of those. And just that it's not always easy. There's um, there's always someone that doesn't like what you're doing or they're uh, like, they're going to be a naysayer, say you can't do it that way. Um, and that's really tough when you're kind of doing it on your own. So um, I kind of took the, the skills that I had developed over the, my years of, of doing this and some of the stuff that the mindset stuff that I'd put in place for our, our gym members and kind of put this together in a way that I can help entrepreneurs and um, with solopreneurs be more resilient in their businesses. Yeah, I like that. And kind of, it, it, it feels like it took off very naturally for you uh, to, to be at this place right now where I feel that it's, you put so much effort and so much um, attention to it because I feel that that's, that's so, so needed right now. Um, and with that being said, what do you feel that, or how would you describe resilience? Uh, because for me, there is like, there are two things. There is resilience, where you kind of, uh, our common friend uh, Blair taught me that it, it's bouncing forward and not bouncing back. And there is, um, I don't know if you know the term un being anti-fragile, which is like, mm -hmm. you know, so maybe you can also explain what resilience means to you and then like, what does it mean to be anti-fragile, which is probably an advanced version of resilience. Yeah. Um, I, so resilience to me is just your ability to keep going when you face any sort of um, friction. So if, uh, 
it's a, it's a tough week and your business is just not going the way that you want it. And you have those thoughts of like, what am I even doing this? I should just close my doors and go get a job. Um, not doing that because for whatever reason, there's lots of reasons why I might do that, but um, there's always going to be these storms that we face in life and you can give up or you can choose to, to go on. You can complain about it, or you can choose to do something about it. So that's kind of what, I, what I'm coming from for a stake or uh, from our resilience. See, is just that stick to your ability to, if you get knocked off the horse, you're going to get back on and keep going. Um, I think uh, some people would use the anti-fragile like in, interchangeably. I think in my mind, they're, they're staying basically the same thing you can kind of maybe make that slightly different but um but if, at the end of the day if you're able to keep going when when things get tough then then you're good whatever you call it nice tell me an example in your life or business where you practice resilience and how does that does that look like well um so every every single day so um my business we've been open for eight years um we don't make as much money as most of the people that are members of our gym um we barely make enough money to like pay our bills and kind of keep keep things afloat um but there's more important things for us than money at some point, sure, we'd love to make more money in that. But, but really, we want to help people. We want to help people change their their health and fitness. Um, in my coaching business, like I want to help people become more resilient and be able to continue doing the things that they're so passionate about, and not give up too soon. So, um, I, I I deal with that every day, and some days are worse than others. Where I'm like, okay, I you know what, this, this is just not working. I've been doing this for eight years and it's just not where I want to be um, yet. It's like, things are, things are tough. And then, but, like, but no, there's like, if I don't do this in my town, nobody else is, nobody else is doing what we're doing. And so, and it's a thing that our members love that we, that we do it the way that we do it. And so I like, I have to keep going for their sake. And for me actually doing work that I'm passionate about and I, and I love doing. So um, I think just in a big, big like macro sense, like that's the way that I'm resilient all the time. There's then in individual stories all the time of, of smaller things, but it's kind of yeah. a big picture. Wow. And just, the, this is so beautiful because I, you know, one thing, and I want to go to, to the point where, where we being stubborn just for the sake of it, or like mm -hmm. really mission driven because it feels like yeah you you said something really profound it's the way we do it in our town that it's so unique and our members love it and it's so clear that you are there for them and uh, i just love this because sometimes you know we a lot of entrepreneurs enter this coaching or whatever it is their business because of the income because of the profit and i'm gonna say it it is important but mm -hmm. it's also, sure. hey, you know, having this bigger vision and just, yeah, things are not okay right now, but I know why I'm doing this. It's so, yeah. so good. But then it comes to the point also, like, 
yeah, but but I have a responsibility. I have kids. Mm -hmm. So how do you deal with that, child? Like, hey, this is so irresponsible. I actually have bills to pay. I have two small children. So how do you deal with that? Awesome question. So, you know, if our bills were not getting paid, if our, my children didn't have clothes and like basic necessities, um, like th then I might be making some different choices. But, um, and nothing is, it's never one thing with me. I see lots of different things being connected and, and different reasons for doing this. So one, I want to demonstrate to my kids, like set a good example for them of what it looks like to do work that you love and to um, do it for a good reason, not just to make money. So I want to set a good example um, I, in that sense. I want to rep, um, like, give, again, set a good example for my kids on what it means to be content and to have gratitude for the things that you have and not constantly be seeking more. Um, I want to show them that you can live with self-discipline and not have to have all of the nicest things. Um, and those, like, that's how I, that's how I do it. And that's why I do it. And we, and I have conversations with my kids all the time. Like, Hey, we can't go do this thing. Like just recently, my uh, niece and nephew, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law took their kids to Disney and they spent like a week in Disney and my kids were like a little jealous and we're like, okay, you know, we could maybe swing that if we didn't go on vacation for three years, if we didn't go, like we go on little family adventures on the weekends, if we didn't go do that sort of stuff. Um, then yeah, we could save all of our money and we could go to Disney, but do you want to spend three years of doing nothing or so just trying to like use those opportunities to kind of teach and, um, bring them alongside and kind of help them kind of be invested in, in the way that we choose to live. So good. I actually had the same conversation with my daughters yesterday and, um, I'm going to Paris, um, soon and my oldest who's 15 she said i want to go with you and she's like final year um primary school and they have national exams uh, which she can skip and she was like yeah but you said that you promised that you're gonna take us to to paris and because everything was happening now three years the we we want to go to disneyland as well and I said, we're going to go. If I may make a promise, then we're going to go. But this time I'm going for work. And this is not the, uh, some kind of a adventure trip. And she was so upset because she said um, something along the lines. Um, yeah, everyone seems to have fun. Just just not us. You know, we are so different. Of course, like, you know, single mom with three kids, like, you know, we are so different. And I said, you know what, you just have to have patience. You have so many things that other kids don't have. And I think yeah. like teaching them to see what is what it is right here, right now, we get to spend like all the time together and we have so much fun. And there is like, for example, now we are doing together a Halloween party. Uh, she's going to bring up bring some so many friends to sleep over it's not something that every kid um or her friends have that you know yeah um, and i just reminded her that there are so many things that we get to experience regardless of how we live of what is our lifestyle mm -hmm. so just really that gratitude and reminding kids to to be content and to be grateful for what they have that's so beautiful so so cool yeah. amazing 
Um, so today when you work with, and I want to go into the self-acceptance part because I think that is so crucial. And yeah. when you work with entrepreneurs or leaders, how do you go about um, that part of self, self-acceptance? self And I guess also self-awareness would be here, like the, mm-hmm. even before that. I think that is so, so crucial, yet not so many people are kind of mindfully doing that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this comes from my own personal experience. I had a business, I mean, little little story. I had a business mentor, um, and I, I reluctantly got one thinking, okay, they're going to give me all these tactics and tips and strategies for moving my business forward. But what ended up moving my business forward and making it, a much stronger business is the challenges that they gave me to like reflect on myself um, and better understand me and, and just challenge me to, to personal growth. So out of that, I kind of developed my own practices that I, that I do. I think having those um, daily rituals that we do to, that, um, that we, we have to do that, that we make sacred for us are super important because if we wait for us to learn these whatever we need to learn about ourselves and we we kind of leave it up to happenstance or, or chance we might learn those things but we might not and it's much better to take the time before you need that to develop it so that you can continue growing and continue seeing the world in different ways seeing different opportunities seeing yourself in in different ways um so i I, there's there's a lot of different ways people can do that um when i work with people i kind of just work try to figure out what works in their life what are they already doing how can we um kind of piggyback on some maybe some existing practices that they already have in place um if not then we can start um creating some some new ones um one of my favorites is is journaling i think that there is a lot of benefit to to doing that in a in a set way that has that has intention, and um, it's, it's a great way to kind of just dig into to who you are. I'm gonna go back to journaling, but I would love this opportunity for us to just. Um, <laughs> I love to be curious, and I love to be yeah. kind of uh, vulnerable with my audience. And I'm gonna put myself on the spot right here, Coach Clayton. Um, so I. And I know because you're in health and, and that is also one of the things and you mentioned, like I should be sleeping right now. One of the things that I am really bad at is my sleeping habits, partially because I have clients in US and it's like a big difference in time zone. And I would go to bed 11, 1130. And um, I I have a very um, disciplined morning routine when I would want whatever happens i am awake at 6 a.m my body naturally wakes up very early and i do my routine before kids get up so with the morning routine i'm pretty sad but i don't have sometimes i go without any mindful routine for the evening like i would Mm -hmm. end up call at 11 p.m and then just like oh i check off the phone and i just go to bed i meditate for a while and then just like sometimes i don't even do it but I would love for you to give me some insight how I can go about so I have like this peaceful and restful um, moment, even if that is late, so I can kind of, uh, yeah, 
that sometimes my, my mind just races. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess my, I have maybe some questions for you first, like what, um, so you don't have a routine currently. What are you hoping that a routine would get you? Yeah. So for example, like yesterday we had a late call. It was already 1130 when I was like getting myself ready for, for the bed. And I just couldn't unplug. Like, it's just like my mind was racing. Like, I, and I was like, oh, I could be up for next two hours. And I was still like texting some of the clients. I was so hyped. And I couldn't just, you know, I, I get this extroverts. Yeah, right. We get this energy from other people. And sometimes when these late calls like end up, I'm still buzzing. I'm still buzzing mm -hmm. with energy. So my kind of uh, intention would be to calm down after late calls so I can get into a restful sleep. Um, and really like, yeah, I can, I can unwind in a, in a very mindful way. Mm -hmm. um, so... There's a lot of different things. And for people, it's going to be a some trial and error. Um, but some things that I would that tend to work for some people or a lot of people is um, some reading, mm. um, something, something where you're going to dim the lights um, and kind of just let, let give, just give your body some visual cues that you're winding down for the day. Um, a practice that I personally do when I'm laying in bed as I will start from my toes and work my way up my body by clenching the muscles in my, like my feet and my toes, holding them for four or five seconds and then just letting them relax and just work my way up my body systematically. Um, a thing that I've had a, a lot of, uh, uh, success with some of our, our clients in the gym is actually using a foam roller. I don't know if you're familiar. You have a, yeah. And just taking five or 10 minutes to roll out some of the larger muscle groups. Um, and that just starts to let them relax and gives cues to the central nervous system just to start to, to calm down. And um, so stuff like that, um, definitely the, like the, the, things that are going to kind of trigger that um, melatonin release and stuff. So letting, giving clues to your, to your eyes that, Hey, it's, it's dark. It's, it's nighttime. We need to, to calm down. Um, breathing exercises are really great. Just a, 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 like four seconds in four seconds out, something that's like in a, a steady kind of rhythm that you can, that you can focus on and kind of take, um, your attention away from all the different things that are, that are just running through your brain from your calls or whatnot. But, um, the thing that I think most people, most people don't know is that these things take practice and learning to switch your brain off by doing breathing or whatever, like that doesn't just happen the first time you do it. So, um, you might have to practice that for a couple of weeks and be like, yeah, this is actually moves the needle for me. It might not. And you have to tr try something else, but there isn't like any, like a magic, magic button. There isn't an easy button for any of that, but. For sure. And, you know, going really back to why I, I love the question that you asked me, like, why are you, what are you trying to get out of it? And I think for me, that intention to just, it's so important for me to, when I hit the bed, it's like, I'm calm. And I think 
reminding myself that I want to have a calm, restful sleep, peaceful sleep, it's mm -hmm. so important because I can get into a very deep sleep um, when I am tired and I'm zoomed out. Like I, I get like really deep sleep um, and I feel so rejuvenated regardless of amount of time I sleep. It's really like when I get to, to the restful state and I'm really like, oh, I don't need to think about anything. I'm relaxed. Then I really get that. I track my sleep just because I have like six or five hours of sleep like consistently. Mm -hmm. So I do sleep like one or two hours of deep sleep every night, which is which yeah. is super cool. And um, so getting back to that, um, why is this important to me to make it as, as a consistent habit and commitment? So yeah, and that makes all the all the difference in the world. It's like with especially with with sleep habits, um, but all habits. The more consistent you can be with it, the more effective it will be. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, I'm definitely gonna. So what I'm gonna do, you guys, and if you feel that you don't have an evening routine and you feel like, hey, I need to work on that too. So what am I? I'm actually like committing myself on this podcast. Uh, I'm going to get a foam roller today. I'm going to, I'm going to shout out Clayton on my stories today at the time of the recording. You will know when it is. Um, and I'm going to grab a foam roller. I don't have it. So I'm going to buy that. So that's the commitment. Wow. And uh, I'm going to be, so until I, I go for my trip, that's three weeks from now so for three weeks i'm gonna commit to do this i'm not gonna journal because i do very extensive journaling in the morning so i'm gonna read for 20 minutes before that i'm gonna just stretch my muscles and and do the thingy with foam roller yeah. so i'm gonna do these two things i commit to that and i'm gonna report back in three weeks if it works or not okay okay wonderful i love it i'm all in so thank you for that um i really appreciate it it's so yeah. so good um and what, when we are talking about self-acceptance so journaling i do believe that that is so mm -hmm. so good and i have been kind of thinking oh i need to be a certain writer so let's go to a practice of journaling because i think a lot of people think that it has to be a certain certain way when I realized that I don't need to have any expectation how my journaling looks like, it helped me so much. I'm just like, oh, free flow. I can just do whatever I want. So maybe yeah. if you can give us some pointers, what worked for you and maybe like how they pe people can go about it, um, about journaling. Yeah. Um, so I think like with everything, intention for me is is important. You don't have to, like like you just said, you can do whatever um in a journal you can also have prompts and a, and a structure but i think you need to have an intention as to why you're doing that so i use um my like for me my journaling time is in the morning before my kids get up um sometimes that's more successful than other days sometimes they get up earlier than i want them to um so but I, uh and then i just kind of let it go like oh i didn't get it done today and i'm going to be okay with that but um I start with work, writing down three things that I'm grateful for. Um, I use my journaling, but I guess my intention for my time journaling is two is twofold. One to kind of um, reinforce some of the the skills that I want to be a resilient leader because I'm leading my family and two businesses and um, active in my community. Like there's lots of things that I want to be a good leader for, and I need to show up for. So that's what my that's the intention for my journaling thing. So I'll start with three gratitudes. Think three things that I'm grateful for 
And I try to make those different than any other day in the week. So I don't repeat things. So I'm, and sometimes that gets challenging, right? Then I have to look even harder and harder to find those things that I'm grateful for. If we start the day that way, then we're more apt to see the good around us and want to keep going and pursuing more good things. If we start our day just thinking about all of the, like checking our email and thinking about all the horrible things we have to do or the, the things that are going on in the world or whatever, like we're more apt to see those things and less apt to keep going. And again, with that resilience, we're wanting to keep going, doing the things that we love to do. So I start with, start with gratitudes. Then I will um, usually read something. I've read a lot of different books. Um, I've developed some of my own uh, journaling prompts and things that that I I will use, and um, and I'll just sit and kind of process whether it's like I just read a chapter in a book that's like on personal growth or you know in some way. Um, I'll just kind of write my thoughts. I'll write about how that applies to me. Maybe how I might pass that information along to other people if I'm teaching them something um, and just try to be much more aware of, of how that subject shows up in my life. I'll think about how can I take action on that today? Um, and then once I've started writing all that, then I'll just kind of transition, like, because I've already started thinking about action, that kind of transitions me into finding my state of flow for the day for my business. So then I could just keep writing about the ideas, the things that I want to conquer, the like the, my big goals, the all the all the problems that I want to solve, and I just keep writing until I'm done writing. And usually, out of that, I've got a good list of things that need to go on a, into projects or whatever, and and I have a good like intention set for my day. This is so good, and I want to go back, you guys, um, to where Clayton said. I read a chapter in the book and then I process how does that show up in my life? I think this is the part where we get to be so self-aware and reflective of the content that we consume and how we can actually integrate and create something out of what we consume. Because mm -hmm. we live in a consumption society, we consume more than we create. And for all of you creative people, be mindful of everything that you consume has to be, and I'm going to say it, it has to be in a balanced proportion of what do you put out? What do you get in? You have to put out. Yeah. So I love that. This is so, so good. And, and that you actually doing this, this is a great tip for me. Um, I, when I read in the morning, uh, I don't journal on it because I do it after my journaling. So maybe I can do that. Um, sometimes I just like scribble something and I, and I say, oh, I put it in my uh, notes. Oh, this could be a valuable podcast show or something that I can create out of the content that I read. Um, I don't actually journal. So maybe I'm going to do that as well. Um, just to find right now, I'm done with the personal development stuff because it's like it's at one point it's just too much and i'm reading yeah, like these yeah. um novels um it's like it's really really cool to just not be in a space of oh i need to learn all the time something um i'm trying to to find some joy and zest in just like personal stories and all this stuff um, yeah so i'm there now <laughs> yeah and I, I i totally get that and i think that um there is a 
this idea of personal growth that it requires you to continue like reading new books all the time and you have to be learning more and more things and you've got to ingest and consume is the word you're using, right? I read like the same few books over and over again. Um, there is something to really understanding and digging deep on a, on a concept. So like um, an author, uh, Ryan Holiday has a book called... Um, courage is calling and it's all about understanding fear and courage and they're small short little things so i will read that like over and over again um because every time i read a chapter there's something new i can pull about there's something more about courage or understanding fear that i can i can pull out of that and it's not about expanding my breadth but that depth of understanding um is is super important and uh, um, the thing you were, you were talking about that, the mindfulness and kind of being aware of how much we're taking in, how much we're putting out. And a thing that I like to tell people is that, that um, mindfulness is the gatekeeper to growth. So if you are not mindful about what's going on, you don't realize what you're doing and you're not going to be able to grow past that. So you have to start with mindfulness. You have to start with some sort of practice where you sit and you're quiet and you think if you're immediately hit the ground running in the morning, like there's no chance of you having the mindfulness to actually see what you need to grow on. So, so good. And I love this. You, you reminded me of this great book. Um, what is it? Um, what is the, the subtitle? I, I always forget. For, um, ah. Never mind. Ryan Holiday, we're going to put it in the show notes. It's a great book, you guys. But yeah, uh, the, the really being mindful. I love that part. I'm going to try to recap what I see. What I see in you as a resilient, fearless leader, what you based on what you said, what makes you that? Because I had a really like privilege to 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 see you and to be in the same mentorship with you for a year now or nine months um, and really what inspires me is that I would say grit I would say grit with you like it's uh, you're you keep on persevering and I think one of the pillars of you being resilient is that self-discipline I think that shows up really um, apparently mindfulness so self-discipline, mindfulness, and um, awareness, these three things, what I see in you, like you're so self-aware and you're, I think also honest, honest with yourself, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that could be like, yeah, what makes you Clayton resilient. I would say for me, like if I think of me being resilient it's just I'm, I'm sometimes I'm just stupid <laughs> I just do like stupid shit without like um, I'm just like trying to be fearless all the time and just um, getting myself into these challenges because I try I'm such an adrenaline junkie and it mm -hmm. has to be like really exciting for me I never get scared like seriously mm -hmm. I never get scared it's just like oh is it uh, fear or excitement and I always yeah. go like, yeah, this is exciting. Like, yeah, I'm just going to jump. I'm like really recruiting all my friends to to go skydiving. And no one is like so stupid <laughs> as I 
yeah. it's like the like just calm down like you just started to to live yeah i don't want to waste any more time not living and really thriving in my life yeah so i um that that's awesome like that is you just like you're being stupid but that like that is so I've identified like these eight characteristics of a of an unshakable leader. Kind of these things that that people that are great leaders that are resilient in their leadership they have these qualities and other people don't. And one of those qualities is looking for ways to be challenged, getting put it, purposefully getting yourself out of your comfort zone. That's you. That's what you just said. It's not being stupid. You're looking for ways to to challenge yourself, and that's that's beautiful. Always, always. And with that being said, I want to know more about your um, uh, your guide, your book, which is these eight steps. Tell us more about yeah. that. So um, just through the my years of, of working and trying to remain resilient in, in my own um, business, in my own life, I've identified these eight characteristics of, of an unshakable leader is, is what I call them. But they're um, the... Uh, things that resilient leaders do that others don't do. And there's seven of them that are um, these main characteristics. And then the eighth one is um, basically that unshakable leaders are rooted in practice, which means that they spend, they have systems, they have rituals in place to work on those other seven things. Um, and so this, this free ebook I have for your audience, um, they can demo that, they can um, learn more about those eight characteristics um, and how to develop those for themselves and learn more about that one that's kind of the linchpin for all the others. I love that you're actually incorporating the practice and, and you were so like, you know, you said without practice, nothing really works. So I love that you kind of uh, have this anchor to, to put all these seven characteristics mm -hmm. into the practice with the practice. So it's yeah. beautiful. Uh, so we're going to put the link in the show notes, you guys. Check the guide. Um, really, really, you guys, because this is what we talked about. If you, if you got this, <clears throat> oh, yeah, whatever you're talking about, this is me. I'm digging it. I want to be more resilient. I want to be an unshakable leader. So please check the guide. Um, it's amazing. Um, before we go into the last and final question with the wrap up, I also want to ask you what is exciting in, in your business right now? What do you, like we talked about fear and excitement. What is something that you're really looking forward? Is there a project or something that you're like, hey, you know what? This is actually scary, but I'm also very excited to put this out. Oh man, um, I just went through a month of that. Um, and so I, I have two businesses, so I've got a lot, several different things going on. Um, I So in part of our gym um, services, I did face-to-face -face nutrition coaching. Um, I decided that that was like, I wasn't able to help enough people because my time is limited in doing that. So I turned that curriculum into an online program. Um, and so I recently launched that. Um, it was my first online program I'd ever launched. So it was really scary and kind of nervous on how that's going. I've already had to iterate and add some more things to it just because. Um, but I'm able to, like, I've got, I think, nine people in there currently, and it's kind of an evergreen thing. Um, and there, there's a, 
like an online video chat kind of aspect to it where people can post messages whenever and I get in there whenever and respond to them. And so it's um, much more interactive and people can like get um, feedback from other people in there and then they can see that they're not alone in some of the nutrition struggles that they're that they're having and like I'm super excited to get people connected with each other and be able to facilitate that and have that be part of their journey and support for making change rather than just sitting in a room with me talking about why they need to eat carbohydrates <laughs> so I'm, I'm really excited about that I was super nervous on getting it launched and and whatnot um yeah, but that, yeah, that's one said, of many things. Yeah, but as you said, like it's you helping much bigger audience. So I'm super excited about that. I'm making impact um, on a bigger scale. Um, where can people find that if they're curious about that course? Ooh, um, that would be at our, our, our gym's website. It's timberandsteelgym.com. Um, and... Uh, that yeah, yeah amazing. It's... we're, we're going to put that link uh, people can can check uh, all the things and they can connect with you um we're going to put all the links um where you guys can say hi to clayton and just like give him a little um love bomb <laughs> gratitude bomb whatever you yeah. want say hi to him um and to wrap this up with the question that i ask every guest is when in your life or business you felt shit scared but you did it anyway and now in hindsight you feel like oh that was such a brilliant move um it was when i quit my job i'm gonna i'm gonna go with that um yeah i think there's probably little things all the time but um i was Working, so I'm running the gym, doing that, working a full-time job as well, um, trying to get those two boats as close together before I jump ship from one to the other, and it just wasn't happening. And I could just like I was starting to just hate every day at my job because I would have to leave before my kids um, went to school. I like it's just couldn't spend time with my family in the way that I wanted. Um, just didn't have the freedom to, to do the things that I really wanted. And, um, so made that jump, just did it was, we were seeing growth in the gym and we're like, okay, I'm going to do it. I the trajectory looks good. Then like the bottom dropped out of that growth. And it was, it was just absolutely terrifying. There was like, oh no, I made this jump way too soon. Um, but we just, we just stuck with it. Um, we cut back on all, like made all the, the choices that we had to make to make things work financially so that we could do it. Um, but now neither one of my wife or I work outside of our own businesses. And um, we get to take time to go on field trips with our kids or, you know, make sure that we can take them to school and that we're there when they get off of school. We can go on vacations whenever, whenever we want to. And um, like, that quality of life, just the freedom to be able to do that is for me was worth the pay cut in, in quitting my, my job and like just being able to live and not punch a time clock is, is priceless. 
Yeah, I can so resonate with that. It's uh, some things that are just more, I think at this stage, we're also like, oh, I'm not pursuing the career and I'm like not ch chasing the titles or whatever, but it's that time with the family that it's, that is a title that it gives you entitlement to really that, hey, I do actually have everything that I need right here. Um, so it's so, so cool. I, I love this. And um, I think the reward comes just by raising these beautiful humans who the legacy, right? You're living the legacy and you're leaving something behind that it's much more than, than just, you know, um, money. So that's so yes. beautiful. Clayton, this was so, so good. Um, thank you so much. I really, no, thank really you. appreciate our time. This was awesome. Late night for you, early morning for me. It was totally <laughs> worth it. I'm, I'm so glad we did this. This was great. Amazing job. You guys, you know where to find Clayton. Check the show notes and have fun. Don't forget to be awesome. Ciao. <laughs> Thank you so, 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 so much, you beautiful soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know you could be doing a gazillion other things, and I don't take this lightly. I really, truly, deeply appreciate your time and your support. And if you love this episode, please subscribe if you haven't yet and leave us a review at reviewthispodcast.com forward slash insider. Let me say this again, reviewthispodcast.com forward slash insider. You can leave a review on any device, which makes this super easy and sexy and really helps me to reach more people just like you. And with that being said, I am sending you a daily dose of vitamin D. I love you so much and I'm so grateful for you. Until next time, fearless dreamer. Mwah.